Greetings, everyone. Welcome to D Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just test voice. Let's welcome our guest. Angela Fischetti is a physical fitness, yoga instructor, and licensed massage therapist specializing in wellness for older adults. Please click like to help be green with Amy. Welcome, Angela Fischetti. Greetings and welcome back, Angela. I'm happy to be back and I'm so happy to be here, especially today with you. Oh, right. what a what a wonderful way to be back. Yay! <laughs> to kick it off with you. Baby's <laughs> back. It's marvelous. Thank you so much for having me back again. Yeah, the last broadcast I did with Maya Costa, and she was doing a really great cactus recipe demo. And then a hurricane came through, but we're all okay. We had to cut the broadcast short, but she was wonderful. And she ended the broadcast professionally without me, which was really great that she took care of all of you guys. And I'm so glad that all of you are back here. And what a great way to pick up and dust off and start fresh with Angela. The, oh, the, the positive manifesting person. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and when I watched that episode, I was like, look at Maya. She just like went right into it, you know, oh, yeah. and that's the beauty of being with you folks in particular, being both the presenter and people who are also guests on the shows. Yeah. Right. So you know both ends, you know, both sides. And I thought it was done beautifully. She's fabulous. I'm so so fortunate that she was able to to take over for me when Absolutely. I lost electricity. Absolutely. But I'm so glad that you're back. You have done a few classes with us, and there will be links to those in the show notes for everybody to see if they want to do some workouts with you in those classes. And today you're gonna to teach us a chair workout. Right. You, you did a chair workout with us before, but it was more yoga. That's this right. one is it's a different right. one. So this is not to be confused with yoga. So whether you're a beginner or you're advanced, this workout class is for you. That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, um, Amy, it's really important to me that people who have some physical issues and need to be- I think you might have froze up. I just want to let everybody know that Angela is- I go ahead, Angela. Okay. I'm back. All right. Um, so, um, I think it's really important to me that people who have physical issues are, um, included in our workouts, you know, and I was thinking about it going, our first physical class was the chair stretch yoga. Well, now I want to do this chair stretch. I want to do the chair strength training for them. There's some will be some flexibility. Can you see me okay, Amy? Yes, I can see you just great. great. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I'm, and I'm ready. I'm ready right. for some strength training. All right. <laughs> and, well, let's talk about the accessories we're going to be using yes. today. Yes. Now, I'm going to preface this with, do you absolutely need to use the accessories? No, you don't. And if you're really brand new to working out and brand new to doing workout in a chair, then don't use any accessories and I will show you some modifications. However, this is our fifth class together, Amy. Okay. Since wow. March, we've done five classes, not including like the interview, right? 
So what we want to do is for those who have been really keeping up with their workout, I want them to level up. I want them to start to level up. And I don't have a cast anymore. And I'm starting to have free weights in my hands. Not my maximum yet, but we're getting there, okay? And so I'm going to show you how you can level up in a chair, but do you have to? No. Now let's talk for a moment about medical disclaimer, all right? If you're medicated for anything at all, all right, these medications affect many body systems simultaneously. Therefore, I invite you to preview the video. I want you to look for what you can do, because I don't know about you, Amy, but most people I know, and myself included, with whatever issues I have, I know what I can't do. I know what I can't do. We know our limitations, absolutely. Exactly, and I want people to pay attention to that. However, when you watch something for the first time, don't let it only be about, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. But look for what you can do. Right now, if you look at it and you go, I'm still not sure, then I invite you to show the video to the medical health care practitioner who knows your body best for you to make an informed decision is basically it. I want to emphasize folks with spine issues, particularly osteoporosis, hyperkyphosis, um, any of the other postural deviations, um, also um, herniated discs, bulging discs, spinal stenosis, the list goes on and on, all right, when it comes to the spine. You folks in particular, watch the video first and then see what you can do. And then also I'm going to offer you some modifications as well. There's Cheryl. How wonderful. Hi, Cheryl. Greetings, Cheryl. I love it. And we also have Misty Blue. Misty Blue. Blue. That's so great. I'll probably see her tonight later. <laughs> How wonderful with Will and uh, Faith. Um, so um, those, those are the modifications I'll be showing. Those are the medical disclaimers I thought was really important to bring up front. Okay, great. And bef- and while people are, now you want to talk about the, the, um, the accessories that we're going to be using. And then after that, we're going to do a little true or false. Well, if anybody wants to gather any accessories, that you talked right. about, then we'll do the, so let's just talk about the accessories. Thank you for bringing me back to that. So the accessories we'll be using as I take a peek, okay, <laughs> first off is going to be a yoga bolster. Does everyone have a yoga bolster? No, but everyone has pretty much a thick pillow or a cushion, so you can use either. Um, light hand weights, dumbbells. Um, I'm sorry, I am not a fan of canned beans and bottles of water. They are not properly calibrated for the hand in order to do strength training. If you have carpal tunnel, trigger finger, Ducutrins, and that list goes on and on too with the hands, these can be triggered by items that are just too large to hold for strength training. Um, there it is, tiny little weights. That's okay. It'll yeah. do. And I, uh, and I got my, I got my five pounders. Five ones. There you go. <laughs> and, um, and so, and also those lightweights, Amy, are how we can level up. We'll also be using exercise loop and um, also a Pilates ring. And if you don't have the ring, you can use that cushion. I'll tell you how. And a couple of yoga blocks or anything that you can stack up that balances. You can put your, your uh, foot up on it. You'll see how I use it. But again, 
Do you absolutely need these? No. You want to level up? Start to look into some of these pieces of yeah. equipment, folks. They are very moderately priced. The stuff that I go for is very moderately priced. And maybe you pick one or two of those items and you build up your home gym from there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I started off with one pound weights. And what's nice sometimes if you are if you want to level up more and you're just like maybe doing one arm at a time, sometimes you can hold two in one arm. Right. You know? So right. there's ways of, of making it work. But and it's nice because over time, then you graduate up to a, a two pound right. you know, and then the five. And, and before you know it, you're like, I can't believe it. I never even could lift that one. And now I'm doing this one. So exactly. Yeah. And the thing of it is, there's always exercises we can figure out how to use those one pound weights and make them feel like 25 pounders. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Because you could be winging those things all over the place, but... If you start to slow it down and give it some thought, and I'm going to do a couple of movements here that are a five-second count in movement. So it's going to show how you can do slow speed and still build up strength. Okay. Well, great. So while everybody's gathering that up, we're going to play our true or false. It's time for true or false on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below, and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay, so the first question is, true or false, chair exercise, though beneficial to the body, does not reduce the risk of falling. And that's true or false, Green Warriors, type in your answer, and the answer is, Angela? False. <laughs> Although you could appreciate why some folks might think that, right? So I got my information from webmd.com specifically, August 17, 2021. So this is more recent information. When you do chair exercises daily, that to me is the operative word, okay? You reduce the risk of falls. The movements increase blood flow and keep your joints active and lubricated. They also strengthen your muscles. And I'm reading you a specific quote from what I read. Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah. I'm so glad. See, we are always learning. That was a tricky question. <laughs> okay, our second and final question, and then we're going to get on with the class, is true or false, chair exercises are suitable for the upper body only. True or false, screen warriors, type in your guess. Okay. Go ahead, Angela. False. <laughs> false okay again that too you can kind of wonder you know you can guess why people would think that but there's a lot we're going to show you in the chair on what we can do so um, chair exercises are suitable for both the upper and lower body some lower body activities also provide benefits for the upper and mid body the one exercise i was thinking about with that uh, and one of them we're gonna, we will be doing, but there's another one. You know the one where we do this, you bring your knee to the opposite elbow. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> chair, you're going to affect both the mid and uh, lower and upper body. That's how it's going to work out. Now, knee exercises help strengthen the joints and they help relieve arthritis pain, swelling, and soreness. So there's a lot of benefit to doing exercise in a chair. Wow. See that? We're learning all the time. 
And it's so nice to have a professional teach us. So, <laughs> so I think I'm just going to turn it over to you and let you start the class. And I hope everybody's going to to do something along. Even if you're not holding a weight in your hand, moving your arms up and down, that's good too. Join me on this now. Give me, uh, I, want, I want to feel the love. I want to feel the love. Yep. Send hearts to, to Angela. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. So remember, Amy, definitely remind me to move when you want me to move, okay? Got it. So we're going to be working today, Amy, on supersetting. So what supersetting is working two different exercises or body parts back to back without any rest. Now we're going to be doing between 8 to 15 repetitions per exercise per set. So uh, because of timing, I'm going to be airing on the side of 8 all right, so we can get it in as much possible as we can. So we want to start off with a warm-up. How I like to warm up in the chair is to warm up the spine. So actually from here, I kind of do borrow from yoga, all right? So I'm going to sit a little forward on the chair. Now, some folks, when they sit forward, they need support for their back. So that's where you put your yoga bolster. I'm like... I'm looking the opposite side here, Amy. So here's the yoga bolster, and we can put it behind you, or a cushion, or your thick pillow. Placing the hands lightly on the thighs. On the inhale, I start to slide the hands up toward the groin. I'm forming a gentle little back bend, folks. You want to expand and open across, broaden across at the chest, lift the chin. Now on the exhale, I keep the chin up. This is spinal extension that I'm in. But now I'm going to head into spinal flexion by rounding the spine and lastly lowering the head down, spinal flexion. It's like doing a seated abdominal crunch. Now I'm gonna show the modification for those of you with spine issues. Do this with me, not the flexion part. Inhale, you come into spinal extension. Exhale, you come to neutral. Got it, folks, with that, these spine issues. Otherwise, the rest of us, inhale, spinal extension. Exhale, spinal flexion, moving the head last. One more of each. Inhale, spinal extension. And exhaling into spinal flexion. I'm going to hold right here. Think you're drawing that belly button so far in, it's coming out your lower back. You're getting into the deepest of your core muscles. Um, this would be your transverse abdominis. And now I slowly roll back up. So now we've already done spinal flexion and extension. I'm going to sit back into the chair all the way. And I'm gonna grab the outer right leg of the chair. Amy, do you see this as my right arm? Yeah, if I, I was looking at it, yeah. Yes. Okay. It's my right side. Yes, perfect. Okay. <laughs> so bringing the left hand to the waist, I'm going to roll the shoulder back. Now, my sternum, hear that? My breastbone, that's facing toward the ceiling. I'm not trying to twist, folks. I'm not trying to do that. I just want to prevent collapsing the side organs, right? So we do that by keeping the sternum toward the ceiling. Then, if you have a shoulder issue, keep your hand on your waist. Otherwise, 
you start to bring the arm out and up. Now, maybe this is my range of motion. Maybe that's it. That's all I can go to. A lot of times people do this, thinking I'm going to go further over. No, you're not, and you're going to hurt your shoulder more. So keep the elbow straight, and then you go to your range of motion. Holding here, it's called a lateral flexion. It's just basically a side bend. And then inhale, I turn that palm up toward the ceiling. Grab an imaginary hook. Exhale, push down into your left heel. Vigorously reach out to the left to return to center. And then you're going to take it over to the other side. Remember, you don't want to collapse those side organs. Sternum toward the ceiling. Hand waist. Inhale. Exhale. Take it up and over to whatever is your comfort zone on your shoulder. Lateral flexion, we're stretching those muscles between the ribs, the intercostals, responsible for 25% of your respiratory cycle, as well as the obliques of the waist right here, basically responsible for turning and twisting the torso. Inhale, turn that palm up, grab a hook, exhale, vigorously push down into the right foot, reach out, come back to center. Just take a couple of nice big shoulder rolls. Now sitting all the way back, inhale, I open the arms out. Notice I looked to see my surrounding circumstance. Make sure your circumstance is safe. And exhale, I'm going to self-hug. And then what I do is call rock the baby. And basically just rotating the vertebral column you want to maybe sit in a chair that doesn't have any arms, folks. It can make these movements easier. But if you have a balance issue, then just, you know, stay in a chair that has some arms to it. So I'm just doing it again here. Now I want to tie in all of the movements. We're going to do spinal flexion, extension, lateral flexion, and rotation. So still borrowing a little bit from yoga, bringing my legs wider apart, sitting forward. I'm going to do what's called a Sufi grind. Now, what is a Sufi grind? Well, here's my spinal extension. Here's my lateral flexion. Here's my spinal flexion, my lateral flexion. And of course, now I'm adding in rotation. You can do this as big or as small as you like, except for those of you with spine issues, you keep the movement small. But please don't go fast, folks. We want to have control over the movement. And then I'm going to reverse direction, tying in all the movements of the spine that we're doing today. Make sure that you're breathing and take your time with it, especially this kind of a movement. And then you can come up by either pushing into your hands to pull your torso forward and up or rounding up. It is totally up to you. And then I toe heel the feet together. So now we're going to start our first round of supersetting. This is going to consist of working the anterior side of the torso, your abdomen, right? Your abdominal muscles and the posterior side, particularly the back muscles that are known as the spinal erectors. There's a lot of them. And what do they do? Well, they keep us erect, right? And actually, so does the abdominal area as well. So we're going to tie in these movements 
This will be an excellent sequence for those of you with the spine issues because I will never round down for the crunch. You're going to see how we do this. La -di -da. So we're going to bring the arms up either in a what I call like a big W or you can place one hand on top of the other behind your head. Either arm position is fine. So I'm going to hold my arms here. I'm going to inhale. Then on the exhale, I start to go back into the chair. One, two, three, four, five. This is spine extension. Inhale, exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Coming to neutral is flexion without going deep into it. Inhale, exhale. One, two, three, four, five. 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 Don't eat before you do this, folks. Inhale, exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. I'm really pushing down into my feet. Two more rounds. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. I'm feeling it. Inhale, exhale, one. Two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Hold here for the moment. Lower the arms down, and you also get a workout on those shoulders, the deltoid muscles. These you want strong because you want to grab your, those cans of beans and pull them out of your the high shelf on your cupboard. You want to be strong here. So now I'm going to take the next step to level it up. You don't have to, but I want to give it a shot. So I'm going to use my bolster because in essence, I'm going to create more distance now to travel for both the spine extension and returning to neutral, which is a flexion, just not a hyperflexion, okay? So I'm going to take it. I'm going to try it this way this time. What the heck? Why not? So inhale. Here we go. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Wow. Inhale. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Just to neutral. Inhale. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Inhale. Exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Inhale. Exhale. One, two, three, Four, five, inhale, exhale, push down. Two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale, one, 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 two, three, four, 
five. Two more rounds of each. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. You want to get into that lower belly, Amy? This is the way to do it. Absolutely. Inhale, and the arms, too. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Inhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, five. Inhale, exhale, last one. One, two, three, four, five. Ooh, la, la, Ooh. Shoulders again. So let's take some shoulder rolls. Show them a little bit of love. And now to release the work, because we're not going to do a cool down. I'm going to tie in stretches and relaxations after each grouping. All right. So I'm going to come a little forward. I'm going for that Sufi grind because, oh, it feels so good after these two exercises. You know, this is what I mean by a small movement. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you tie in all of the movements of the spine. You will get the benefit. Now I'm going to reverse direction. The bolster really makes the chair like a real nice piece of equipment. And one more. So I'm going to keep the bolster here for the next round. Or at least the next part of a warm-up. Let me put it that way. Just want to make sure it doesn't fall through. We got it. All right. So now I want to warm up your hip joint. This is the acetabulofemoral joint, also known as the coxal joint. So either one hand on top of the other to lift or interlock your fingers to lift your leg. Um, typically, well, it's not for everybody, but for some people, we're finding that when they interlock their fingers, if you're medicated for hypertension and you're doing something like lifting weight like that, you might slightly elevate the blood pressure a little bit. I just bringing your attention to that. That's all. I am going to interlock the fingers, but I'm going to bring them to my right leg. So now I want to make sure my ankle, my knee, my hip joint are in the same line as each other. I'm interlocking. I push down on the left to lift the right. Okay. So from here, I'm going to make a hip circle. Get some nice blood flow into that hip socket. femoral joint. And then I'm going to reverse direction. Now, do you need to touch the floor when you do this? No, you can make it small, but I don't want to see this. Oh no, sit up tall. I see a lot of people do that. And now come back to center. And we're going to do gentle knee swings, tibiofemoral joint at the knee. Now let's go down toward the ankle. So it's called anatomically, it's called plantar flexion, which people point, all right? They say point in class or dorsiflexion, or flex, all right? So we're going to plantar flex, then dorsiflex. Plantar flex, dorsiflex. One more of each, plantar flex, dorsiflex. I'm going to make circles with the ankle slowly. Now, men, you typically do stuff like this because your ankles are tight, right? So no, I want you to isolate and make an uppercase O with your ankle. Let's reverse direction. You might feel or hear a little snap, crack, pop. Now your arms, your biceps are working because you're holding up your whole weight of your leg and your thigh. And let's take the other side, lining up, push down to lift other side. And to 
just checking my circumstance, make circles. <clears throat> nice. And reverse direction. It's just kind of a juicy feeling here. And then back to center. Here we go, knee swings. And then point, flex, plantar flex, dorsiflex, plantar flex, dorsiflex. Just a couple more. You will feel this on the shin, which is a good thing. And whoa, this ankle's feeling it. Lovely. And reverse direction. Let's try two more. I can hear my own snap, crack, or pop. <laughs> and lower it down. Maybe shake out those hands a little bit. Now, I, Amy, this is the one where I'm going to pull the chair back a bit, all right? Because I want you to see my sneakers when I do this. just pull out those loops that get caught there okay and the blocks there we go All right. this should when I have the blocks out in front with the foot lifted I think you'll be able to maybe not I didn't go far enough back okay here we go how's that you see the soul of the foot? I can right? see this. I can see your soul, Angela. <laughs> you got my soul, baby. Um, and that's why I've got these sneakers. I like them because of all the colors on them and especially on the soles. All right. So now we're going to train the thighs here, okay? And this is going to be a straight leg raise. So you just stack a couple of books, what have you. Just be careful of slip slide type stuff. So I'm going to hold on to the seat. Hold it on. You push down in the opposite foot and you lift here and you tap down. You exhale to lift, you inhale to lower. Now, maybe if you want to level up, you don't tap down. But if you're going to cramp at the thigh, you tap down because it can happen. Belly button is in. Oh, I'm feeling it. And up and then down. That was eight. Let's change sides, move the blocks over. Straight leg raises, belly button in. Level up by not tapping down. You can level up on one and then lower down on the other. It's okay, you can alternate like that. That's how you get stronger. I'm pushing down on my right to lift my left. One more. And lower down. Here we go. Now, I'm not supersetting with another exercise. I'm supersetting with myself, right? With the, with the legs and the thighs. So we're on the same exercise going back to back. Here we go. And you might find that you get more range of motion on the second round because it's nice and warmed up. Push down on the left to lift the right. Uno mas. And down. And we take it over to the other side. Start to sweat. Push down on the right to lift the left. 
Leveling up by not touching the block, but occasionally if you need to tap down, that's okay. Want to keep that chest up. That's why I do like the bolster behind me, because otherwise I know I would want to like collapse down a little bit. I would want to round down. We don't want that to happen. Uramasu. Exhale and down. La-di-da. So I'm going to put the blocks underneath here for the moment. I'm going to teach you a massage hack on how to release the lactic acid that will get accumulated in the muscles after you strength train. Don't be afraid of it. It's a natural process. So these are soft fists. You see how like just soft wrists, soft fists. I'm not like fighting mad or anything like that. And I'm going to start to apply a percussive movement to my thighs. I'm not pounding my flesh, folks. Not like that. But if you are medicated with blood, for, uh, blood thinners, don't do this because tomorrow you'll wake up black and blue and you're not going to like me. So what you do is you take your fingertips and then you lightly tap, all right? And that's how you can release the uh, lactic acid. It's also, by the way, excellent for what's called hematopoiesis. And it helps with the production of red blood cells that come from the long bone. What does that help? Osteoporosis, my friends. So it's a little hack. All right. So now we've done the thighs that way. Now I'm going to remove the bolster for the next round. This is where we're going to use our exercise loop as well as our uh, Pilates ring. Or you can keep your cushion if you don't have a Pilates ring. So I'm going to take the Pilates ring coming forward. So we're going to work abduction and adduction. Well, technically, adduction first, which means going in toward the midline of the body. And then we're going to do abduction, going away from the midline of the body. I'm sitting forward. If you need the bolster behind you for support, use it. Placing the Pilates ring between the fleshy part of the thigh. And I got plenty of that. So this is good. This will work. So don't be afraid to break this thing. It really won't break. I mean, unless you have one that's very, very old, I wouldn't use a really super old one. All right. So here we go. Exhale, squeeze. One, one thousand. Two, one thousand. Three, one thousand. Small release. Small release is the operative word. Okay. Small. Exhale, squeeze. One, one thousand. Two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release, sit up tall. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. Small release, three more. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. Small release, exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. Small release, one more. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, and let it release. Now, you want to take your <clears throat> exercise loop. I'm going to use two doubled up. I have a black and a purple. Now, here's the thing, Amy, about exercise loops, bands, tubing, 
monster cords. They're all typically made from latex. So if you have a latex allergy, you need to pay attention to this, all right? So you want to look for either non-latex or latex-free. So I'm going to place these loops over my shoes. And one other thing that I learned recently is that some of these bands come in two different lengths. Like I'm a petite woman and I wouldn't be using the same length as somebody much well, smaller than me, right? Not the loops, Amy, not the loops. What you're thinking of are the bands. No, so, I was talking about the loops actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I mean, imagine that I'm doing, I have them between like what you're doing now, but okay. you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to kick my leg up or something, I'm, somebody have a longer leg. Well, that's what I noticed, but go ahead, continue. Well, but maybe there is a difference a little bit in the manufacturers. Yeah. There might be, like maybe one is an inch longer or something like that. So yeah. I just yep. know, more, what it is. I know more about the lengths of the bands that have, you know, that are cut off and have a beginning and an yeah. end, so to speak. Okay. So now we're going to sit back in the chair. I brought the, band, the loop just below the knee. Okay. I put the purple one on the outside on purpose so you can see. Here's my kneecap up here. We don't want that loop anywhere near the kneecap because you can malalign the kneecap. It's not officially attached. It's called the patella and it kind of floats around within the knee joint. So we don't want to put any pressure on the kneecap. So I'm going to sit back into the chair. I'm going to hold on and I'm going to lift the legs. Now you can see the bottoms of my feet, right? Yes. And exhale, open. One, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. Small release. Folks, wider is not better. Do not go any wider than the seat of the chair. You want to work the proper muscles. Otherwise, you're bypassing them. Inhale, exhale, open. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. Three, 1,000. Small release. Exhale, open. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. Three, 1,000. Small release. Make sure you inhale. Then exhale. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. Three, 1,000. Small release. Exhale, open. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, open, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, open, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, open, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Two more. Exhale, open, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. <clears throat> Excuse me, I am feeling this. Exhale, open, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, and gently release it. Now, I'm not going to take them off. I'm just going to slide them down to my ankles, <clears throat> grab my Pilates ring, sit it forward, and here we go. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000. Two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze it, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Make sure that chest is up. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, small release. Exhale, squeeze, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000. Small release. Exhale, squeeze. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. Three, 1,000. 
Small, release one more. Exhale, squeeze, one 1,000. Two 1,000, three 1,000, easy as you open. Now, if you really want to level up, you can do this down by the ankles, folks. I have two loops. I'm going to stay up here because when I do try to level up with two loops, I don't go anywhere at all when I have the legs lifted. So here we go. Take them up. Dorsiflex the feet and open one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Small release. Exhale, open one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Small release, exhale, open, one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Small release, exhale, open, one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Small release, exhale, open, one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Small release, exhale, open, one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. Small release, exhale, open, one 1,000, two 1,000. Three 1,000. Small release. Two more. Exhale. Open. One 1,000. Two 1,000. Three 1,000. Small release. Exhale. Open. One 1,000. Two 1,000. Three 1,000. And easy as you set them down. Now we're going to stretch them out. So this stretch that we're going to do, I'm going to teach those of you who have osteoporosis or had a hip replacement, how to do a modification. This one is the modification for you because the one I'm going to teach everybody else is a complete and total contraindication for osteoporosis and hip replacement. So I'm going to sit a little further back in the chair. The block is going to be inside of my left ankle, my outside of my right foot, will rest on the block. Now, maybe this is too much for some of you. So you need to put, perhaps roll up a towel underneath you or, or a little pillow, all right? But where we're gonna go from here is into the number four stretch, folks. So we're looking at ankle, knee, hip joint alignment. I'm sitting back into the chair. This foot fully, you can see the sole of the sneaker, right? This foot is fully dorsiflexed or flexed. Hands on your inner thigh, not your inner knee. Get away from that thing. Inner thigh flesh, and I'm gently pushing down. This is an absolute contraindication for osteoporosis and hip replacement. If you've been told otherwise from your medical health care practitioner, so be it. Some allow it. But I cannot, you know, in good conscience say that you should do this. I would not do it. I would do the modification. Now, if I want to go a little bit deeper, I can bend my elbows and take my right elbow into the right inner thigh flesh and kind of lean into it. <laughs> it's so in the glute. I cannot even tell you. The lateral rotators. Woo. And a lot of times people who have sciatic or piriformis syndrome will feel issues there, right? These are nice stretches for it, but take it easy. Depends upon how much you're into the acute pain phase, then you back away. Now, maybe I wanna go a little deeper. Maybe I'm feeling pretty good. I could actually even use my yoga block and lean over the leg, 
holding here, chest is up. I'm using the block so I don't collapse, right? I'm pushing the ground away from me, so to speak. Big stretch on that right side. Oofa. And then I slowly come up. When I go to release, support your joint. Support the knee, all right? So you know your modification, folks, for hip replacement and osteoporosis. We're going to take it over to the other side, the number four stretch. Lean back, hands to the thigh flesh, push down, shoulders are down. And breathe into it, lateral, rotators, piriformis, sciatic, all that stuff is involved. So easy. For some, this is about all they can do. You don't want to go any further if you have some issues with the sciatic, but it is a nice stretch for you. But for those who can go deeper, elbow, left elbow, pushing into the thigh flesh. So this side is tighter for me. <laughs> and I just have to kind of find the joy. <laughs> and go, it's okay. It's all right, honey. We're working on you. <laughs> We're lubricating you. <laughs> and then if I want to go further with it, use that block. Oh, boy. But it does feel lovely, Amy. It does really feel great to stretch, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. We all need it. Oh, we do. And especially in between the sets, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I slowly come up, support the joint. I want to stretch out those inner thighs as well. <clears throat> so I'm going to go back to borrowing from yoga, legs wide, seated wide angle. I'm gonna push open, just to reopen all of that, but don't push if you have osteoporosis or hip replacement. Toe heel, all right, back to the bolster, my friends, okay? We're gonna turn this chair into a workout bench for the next round. The next round is going to be your chest, pectoralis major in particular, by the clavicle, collarbone, down the sternum. You have the attachments along the ribs and their cartilage underneath here, underneath these ribs, and then, of course, underneath the breast tissue, right? Uh, typically, when you do work with the chest exercises, well, how they reflect activities of daily living would be when you push your grocery cart, especially a heavy one. If you're pushing open a super heavy door, if you're even pushing the stroller with your beautiful grandchildren, I don't want you hanging over. You ever see people when they shop like this, Amy, in the grocery store and they're all leaned, leaning over their cart? Now, I do understand sometimes there's some postural deviations that actually feel better in that position. However, if you don't have that, stand up and train those chest muscles so you can push that around. So... For those of you without any accessories, you can sit up, bring your arms like so, and come out in front here. Amy, you want me to come a little closer? I can come. Yeah. Up. Okay. Let me move this forward a bit. Yeah, come closer because we, we can still see. Where well, you're just basically using upper body now, right? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah. I am. So let me just move the uh, weights. And what, what, uh, what, how many pounds you have there? What are I your have Myself for today, five, eight, and ten. Ooh, rocking it. All right. So is that a little better for you? Oh yeah. You Good. can even yeah. You okay. can even come a little closer if you want to. Okay. And let me just move the toys. My little toys. Yeah, I think that's gonna be great. 
Good. And if somebody doesn't have weights or isn't ready to use them, they can still follow along because Absolutely. it will be a benefit yeah. even without the weights. That's what I want them to see. Thank you. That's what I want them to see right now. All right. So without the weights, here we go. This part of my chest is important to focus on. All right. This part. You want that to stay up. What we don't want when we push the arms out in front is this stuff to happen. That's the abdominals pulling you down. We're trying to avoid that for you folks, okay? So you can do it like this or like this. It's still a chest press. Notice it's going to be tricep, chest, front deltoid, always involved. So I'm gonna show you now for using the bolster, we're going to turn this into an incline chest press bench. So I'm going to grab my heavier weights, my tens, and I'm going to lean back into the chair. And here we go. It's now an incline chest press. You really don't want to be straight up holding much weight out in front of you folks. If you're opting not to lean back, I would only use a one or a two pound weight unless you're really strong and you can hold yourself upright and bring those arms out in front. One more. Slowly in, see what I'm doing? And I'm bringing the weights to my thighs. Now, I wanna show you that exercise again, unweighted. For those of you who wanna lean back, but without weights. See, it's not over my, it's not up here. I just want to make sure that you're not confusing it with a military press. All right. So now the next one is for the posterior deltoid, the back of the shoulders, upper back region. Wonderful for postural deviations. However, the way I'm going to level it up is I'm going to do it bent over. So if you have the spine issues, you stay upright. And here's the movement that you can do. It's kind of like an arcing movement. And you can use that count of five. So you can inhale and exhale back. One, two, three, four, five, right? Now I want to caution you on something. Typically when people do this and they know they're bringing their shoulder blades closer together, they think by doing this, they open up one, two, but then the head starts traveling forward. Folks, that's not making you go any further back. And that's really bad for the cervical spine of the neck because every inch of forward head projection, you put 10 to 12 pounds of stress on the cervical spine of your neck. So we want that neck. Yeah, exactly. So we want That's good to know. That's right. Everybody's trying to go like further back with the heads going forward, like kind of like a hen or a chicken. And we're not really meant to do too much of that. Okay. I mean, it's great, I guess, for an exercise, but not to do it all day long. So now I'm going to take the weights and I'm going to bend over posterior deltoid. Absolutely my weakest body part. Absolutely. But it must be trained. So inhale, exhale. Now notice I drop my head, but then I lift it when I lift the arms because I want the cervical spine of the neck and the lumbar spine of the low back to do the same movement. They are a natural lordotic curve, which means they're providing extension. And I'm just doing one more. <laughs> and take it down. Now, if some of you who want to do it 
unweighted, you can certainly do this too, provided forward flexion is okay for you. So back to my incline chest press. Let me just double check my pillow here, my cushion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Lean back and turn it into a bench. You can look straight out in front if you need to, or you can look at the ceiling, whatever is best for your neck. Two more. Slow on the down, in, there we go. And <clears throat> bent over, rear delt fly, you know your modifications, folks. Amy, can you see me okay? Absolutely. Great. Posterior deltoid. Very important for postural deviations, hyperkyphosis, osteoporosis. But you got to be smart about how you train them. This position would be incorrect, but upright would work. And down. Okay, so I'm going to turn this now into a little relaxing, open up the chest. Just lean back into it, dangle the arms up, oh, feels great. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, just let it all open. <laughs> you could also put the hands behind the head and just interlock fingers if it's appropriate for you and just push back. You can look up. Oh, you'll get those, you get the pec minor as well here. Oh. That. I know, right? Nice. Yeah, yeah. good. Can you hear Amy doing it? <laughs> <laughs> And now we want to get the deltoid muscles, right? And so bring your arm across, left arm across, put right elbow underneath. Now here's the drill. I'm pushing down to pull, but I don't want you to twist. Don't take the rotation. All right? Just keep holding there. You want to hold your stretches. I like 20 to 30 seconds. I like longer, actually. But, you know, if I get 20 to 30 out of people, it will be effective. And then I open out and other way, other side. Woo, feeling it. And gently release. Just take a couple of shoulder rolls. Now for the final round, let me get rid of the bolster. Thank you. You have served a beautiful purpose. All right. Biceps and triceps. You knew they were coming, right? <laughs> so triceps, biceps. <clears throat> What activities of daily living do we do? Well, certainly if you're a swimmer, and down here in Florida, a lot of people swim. So if you swim, triceps are involved a lot. When you uh, close the hood of your car or your trunk, you slam it down. That's tricep. However, um, they're also highly involved in when you do those same pushing movements, like that chest press, opening that door, pushing the carriage, pushing, pushing the um, shopping cart, that type of thing. So... What I do like to show, because it covers both bicep and tricep, is when you vacuum clean in your house, right? So every time I go forward with the vacuum cleaner, it's tricep, it's front delt, and it's chest. But every time I pull it back, ah, bicep, posterior deltoid, and back, okay? So what else for biceps? Well, every time you bend down and pick up your beautiful little grandchild, your elbows are bent and your biceps are engaged. When I carry my beautiful T around, my gorgeous T for terrific, my cat, 
He is, you know, I love him to death. I want to hug him, but it's all bicep. So that's that kind of movement. Every time you bend the elbow, you're recruiting um, your bicep muscles. So for the first exercise, upright, because I am going to do it bent over. It's technically called a bent over tricep kickback. But I'm going to show you one armed, because otherwise I'll slam it into the chair, the other arm. I want you to see what this looks like. So here's a tricep kickback upright. Now, what do you think people do here sometimes? They do this. They're not going any further back by jutting the head forward. So no forward head projection, okay? You can also do the bent over if it's appropriate for your spine. So I'm going to start with that. Come a little forward here. And it's a tricep kickback. Same thing. Every time I extend, I lift the chin. Cervical and lumbar spines doing the same movement. Elbow is a hinge joint. One more. And slowly down. For the biceps, I chose today for you what's called Arnold Curls. Yes, they're named after him, okay? So the reason why, well, you'll see when I have the weights in my hands, but the Arnold Curl is done this way. Now, typically, we're used to doing biceps like this, right? where the inner upper arm is grazing the outer upper rib. Well, that's all right. That's cool. I just want to level it up a little bit because once you have the weight in your hands, you're going to feel your wrists and your forearm muscles all involved. And these are osteoporotic sites, which is why I chose this exercise for today's group. So I'm going to grab my eight pounders here, sitting tall, You really feel it, especially on that down phase for the forearm and wrists. You sit tall because there's a tendency to want to rock around or even to kind of roll down. There we go. It's a little uneven there. One more. Whoa. Now, easy when I bring it down. Easy, all right? So, grab my weights. Tricep kickback. I'm going to level up. Watch what happens with my wrist. So, I'm turning those wrists toward the sky. See the palms? They're rotating. So, I'm doing pronation and supination. When I was in the cast, Danny, I couldn't pronate, supinate, nothing. Mm. <laughs> because he had, you know, they had it locked in the, the, uh, the bone in such a certain direction. One more, and down, and for Arnold. <laughs> Thanks, Arnold. Thanks, man. You brought us a good one. But I wanted it for the forearms and wrists. And Amy, I never got back the osteoporosis. So the That's bone right. Density, yep, the bone density stayed put even with the cast, because of all the working out. And the greens. Yes. And the greens. One more. And easy on the down. So now I want you to think like your atlas. Push the walls away from you. Now, I'm not bringing them back here. Don't confuse them with that. 
straight out, palms facing the walls. I want to get the entire length of the arm from the tendons of the finger muscles up the wrists, forearms, biceps, even front shoulder. Now, the hands are in a position called flexion. I'm sorry, extension. This is flexion. But what I want is extension. That's what I'm having you do. And now bring the arms behind me. I'm sitting a little more forward so that I can interlock my fingers and draw the shoulder blades together. And that's another great way oh, yeah. to stretch the pecs, the front delt, but to also get scapular retraction. Wonderful for that postural deviation. And now let's take a tricep stretch, support the elbow, take it all the way up. The higher up the bone, the olecranon process for your tricep, you get more tricep stretch. But I also like to think it's all coming up from the side of the body as well. The hand would be behind the head. Now, if you have an issue with that, you can step over to the wall and let the wall help you support your, uh, bring your arm up the wall for support to get more of a stretch in that tricep. And then slowly down, other side. Oh, nice stretch. Just a couple more breaths. And then take it down. Let's shoulder roll it. And Amy, that's what I got for you today, my dear. Oh, that was fabulous. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, that, that was really. That's, it's you don't realize how tense you are, and 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 all the just 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 the movement. It was just fabulous. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about with leveling up, and how we could even level up in a chair. Yes, you know, and and that's just. But yet, it could be like you put for um, the uh, promos for the show for beginners, intermediate, and advanced. It's a, it's a matter of. Amy, your willingness to put effort into it and yeah. how much effort are you willing to do based on the reality of the situation as to mm -hmm. how you're feeling in the moment in time. I'm never going to tell anybody to go beyond what they feel they're comfortable with. But what we want to look for is an acceptable level of muscular discomfort in the work. It has to be tolerable, though. And yeah. if it's pain, that's just all wrong. That expression, no pain, no gain, bah, no good. I, I don't go by that expression. Okay. Well, very good. Excellent class. And Alan had a question for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you said not to eat before doing this. How long should I wait after I eat? That's a great question, Alan. Thank you. You want to wait for training and for yoga. You want to wait two to three hours. Now, I'm going to tell you something, particularly for yoga. When you go to eat something, keep it super watery. If you're whole food plant exclusive like Amy is and my, myself, then it's kind of a non-issue because our food has a lot of water. But I'll tell people, you know, if you're going to eat a couple of hours before you train, I don't know if I would be plugging down like, you know, the, uh, the, the nuts and the, and, the, and the seeds and stuff. You want to keep it water rich. Excellent. Thank you for that. Sure. And Joe's 528. I notice that I get very painful cramps in my calves in the evening of the day I exercise. What causes this? 
What can I do to prevent this? And also to deal with it when it happens. I think you kind of touched up on this a little bit before, but go yes, ahead. A little bit, but I want to, I want to precede this with something, Joe. Um, and I'm not being, you know, I'm not going to cause alert or anything, but so, sometimes circulation issues are a problem. So, and they will come out with cramping. And so I would suggest if this is something that's on a regular basis, you might want to have this get checked from a medical health care practitioner that you trust. Okay. Now for little tips as they would pertain to exercise, you want to stay hydrated. I don't know where you live, but I got to tell you right now, I live in Miami beach and I will cramp sometimes and I'll know, uh, I just didn't drink enough. And the thing is, is though the food is slamming with water, it's not enough if you're sweating and you're into activity the way that I am quite a bit. So you want to make sure our hydration is up. Um, unless you have any kind of a kidney problem, I'm going to tell you a half ounce per, body, per pound of body weight. So let's say you're 200 pounds, you want to have 100 ounces of water for the day. Um, you want to make sure, Joe, that you are stretching with your training during the training. You see how I did it today? I broke it up in segments. I did the back-to-back supersetting and then we stretched or I did a hack to release some of that lactic acid. So you want to think about that too. You also might want to think about um, doing some stretches for the calves before you go to bed. And, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, just before you go to bed. So that might be because you see the thing is, is when we're lying down, it really beds are really bad for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just so bad um, because that's when a lot of the cramps happen because we're, if we're a side sleeper, then we got a lot of flexion at the hamstring and all that. So um, those are some tips. But Joe, if it's something that is happening on a regular basis, get yourself checked out. Just make sure you got some proper circulation going in to those legs. The leg, by the way, anatomically is from the knee, from below the knee down is called the leg, both the front and the back. So you want to just disregard, make sure there's no like peripheral arterial disease going on, that kind of stuff. Just check that out. Mm, that's good advice. Thank yeah. you for that. You're welcome. Okay. And uh, Angie said, I'm turning 89 next month. My body is aching and I am slowing down. Is it too late for me? Never. Never, Angie. Never. Okay. So, Angie, you definitely want to look at chair yoga, chair exercises. Um, check out the video that we did for, with Amy. Uh, that was our first show together, I think it was. Yeah, right? I'll put a link to that in the notes. Perfect class for Angie. Um, and, you know, depending upon your issues, Angie, I'm always going to say for somebody at 89, my mom's about to be 90. Okay. And I have, uh, I work with clients who are 89. I want you to observe the video first. I want yeah. you to watch it. Okay. And just see and try little bits of it. Um, it, I don't know if you're living on your own. I don't know your circumstances. Is there an aid involved? I would always say to have accompaniment with you because if you want to try something, but you can also say to your doctor or whomever it is that you go to for any kind of medical health care advice, just ask, Hey, I have a video. It's 30 minutes. Can you, can you just scan it? Can you see, does this seem appropriate for me? 
That's good advice. Absolutely, because there's no reason not to move. There might be some people, I don't know her ability to move around or what have you. Water exercise could be very beneficial. Yeah, well, yeah. I agree. The water exercise. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, Zita said, thank you. These are terrific movements. I'm feeling it. I was yes. feeling it too. Thank you so much. You. Yay. Yeah. You just don't, you don't realize it. And then when you're in the middle of doing it and you kind of feel some tingling going on, or you just feel some relief when you're you know stretching things, or you just feel like, wow, look at me. I just did that. It, you know, there's a lot of great benefits to it. So I'm really glad that you shared all of that with us. And yeah. And I wanted to thank you, Angela, for, for teaching us this outstanding chair exercise class. And everybody, if you could put a heart in the comments for Angela, if you're watching, or it might not be right now, but you might be watching it in the future, just send her a heart because she really does a lot of work preparing for this. And she's exercised like this at least once before the broadcast just to run through it. So she's a real trooper. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The more that we can pass this word on to, to folks and have available material affordable material for them. It's unbelievably important for our society and our medical system. We need yeah. to be able to take care of themselves. So tell us about what you're doing and where we can find you on social media. Well, so on social media, my home base is Facebook because I'm really pathetic. Hi, Deanna. How sweet of her. Thank you so much. Um, I, I actually figured out how to do Instagram with the story, Amy. Yay. Oh. Yes, I did. I finally figured it out. So I am on Facebook and Instagram for social media. And as far as I do have a website, boomerandbeyondwellness.com. That's boomerandbeyondwellness.com. And you can go there and just see about my services. I am a personal fitness trainer for high Nancy, for those who are uh, 55 and above. And it's all virtually done. And uh, my programs are specifically designed to the individual. Don't come to me for cookie cutter because we have our first session is always going to be a sit down to re review your client health history form. That information is what I use to create your program. I also do virtual yoga and uh, both Hatha yoga and prenatal yoga and, and also chair exercise and chair yoga. And on site in Miami Beach, I do um, massage therapy for Swedish massage, deep tissue, hopefully getting back to it. And uh, I do geriatric massage where basically I work with people, let's say they have... Um, cognitive impairment or Parkinson's, and we don't use a massage table. They're in either a home hospital bed or a um, reclining chair, and those sessions are 30 minutes. And I also do palliative care, which means that I get brought in by loved ones toward the end of their, their loved one's life, and we're doing some very gentle massages to help them ease into their process. Wow. And they can find that all out on my uh on my on boomerandbeyondwellness.com there is a page a tab there that says services and it'll, that will all come up for you oh great excellent so okay. we have places to now find i just want to mention one other thing if it's okay yeah, um, so i am also an a exercise 
video provider for Feel Fabulous Over 40. And this is the, the home of lots of Chef AJ material and hosting and what have you. And um, so we do a lot of this type of work on that, on that site. And um, also once a month, the third Thursday of every month, we have a Zoom class for the members. However, they also offer uh, trial memberships for $1. And now their people are able for $1 to join to, for 30 days on a trial membership. That means you can access all of my workout videos. There's a lot of chair yoga, a lot of strength training for what have you. Um, and um, also you can attend that live class that month as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I encourage everybody to try that because there's just so much benefit to it. And we just so appreciate every time that you come back and I'm going to invite you to come back again because there's always something that you can teach us and, we, and you have a lot of love. People are sharing a lot of love with you also. So that's great. And, and green warriors that are watching, tell us what you're going to remember about this class. What's your takeaway? Did, are you, have you been encouraged? Are you currently exercising? Are you thinking about maybe taking it up a notch and, and, and doing like what uh, Angela told us, just let us know in the comments. And please stay tuned for a special announcement. I do want to thank Jess Taz Voice because she did the promo. She did the introduction. She, she's very active and helps a lot, especially on Instagram too. So she's been doing so many great things. And Jess Taz Voice, tell us who's coming up next. Do you know someone with diabetes who wants to adopt or tweak a whole food plant-based lifestyle? Bring your questions for board-certified diabetes care and education specialist John Messingle, RD, on Wednesday, October 12th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live. And as a special thank you to you, the audience, I also wanted to let you know that you can get five free recipes from me if you just go to begreenwithamy.com slash join, and I'm going to send you five free recipes, and you might even see a couple of pictures of me doing some exercise kind of things. I'm not as flexible as Angela, but I'm still working on it because I'm going to be fabulous too. <laughs> and I also want to invite all of you, if you want to type in the comments, my uh, tagline, which is be strong, be well, and be green as I sign off with Angela. Oh, are you ready, Angela? Oh, yes. You know, I love this part. <laughs> okay. Well, type it in the comments, guys, with us. Until I see you guys again, remember, be strong. Be well. Oh, wait, I got to do two. I always do two when I'm with you. Be strong. Be well. And be green. Bye-bye, <laughs> everyone. Thanks for joining. Thank you, Angela. Sister. Sister. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green with Amy.